You are listening to Beyond the Dress Size Podcast with Dr. Ezine Meribe. Here my goal is to empower you to own and love your body and live in it fabulously. The goal here is not to continue the incessant pursuit of weight loss, but to really redefine what health and beauty means to you. Hey guys, so I was invited to come speak on Soul Speak Circle and it was a really beautiful session. So I thought I should record it for you guys. I should have been recording while talking. It didn't occur to me. But since the episode is still available and it's on Instagram Live, I can't download it, but I can record it for you guys to watch, okay? Or to so listen. Okay. So first things first. I think that a lot of women think that um, there are two, two things here. One, when a woman is really accomplished and she's finding it difficult to lose weight, she takes it as a personal failure. Yes. So she interprets it to be that um, I'm not strong enough. I'm not um, yes. good enough. I'm not as accomplished as I'm supposed to be, like, how can I achieve all these other things and then I can't even lose weight? That's a reflection okay. of my of my inabilities, of my weakness. Exactly. Okay. That's a reflection of how weak I am. Of which, okay. in all honesty, it has nothing to do with this woman's weakness. It has nothing to do with um, how strong you are. Number one, um, we were not meant to thrive as individuals. We were meant to thrive as in, in communities, which is why we have souls. Okay. Circle. Yes. True. So yes. a lot of time, women try to do this on their own and not realizing okay. that why do you have soul speak circle? Because women need consistent um, community, consistent accountability, consistent All support, right? right? Okay. And a community yes. can thrive. So okay. this woman who is struggling to lose weight and thinking, oh, why can't I do this? Why can't I do that? You yeah. don't need to do it on your own. Find a community. Put your, plug yourself into a community where you can get consistent help, right? Okay. If you ever get to that point where you're like, oh, I can't do survive, or you find yourself losing weight and getting it back, even though you know, in your head, you know the right things to do, right? Because okay. knowledge is never enough. True. Now, it's so important that you are plugging in yourself where you have been motivated and encouraged. Now, the second mm. school of thought is that, um, personally, I was never a smallish person, right? Okay. That means small sized person. And so growing up, you're gonna see people, you know, revere thin people, praise thin people, give yeah. accolades to the thin people, even in our mm-hmm. media, even in this I was listening to some Nigerian songs now just to charge my brain back up. Well, everything they were okay. talking about is the woman's body, the woman's body, the woman's body, and what they want to exactly. Body, right? True. So they keep talking about the woman's body features, what her backside looks like, what her front looks like, mm-hmm. what her waist looks like. Do you understand? And so even if this music was playing in passing or the adverts were playing in passing, because of course all the skincare adverts are telling you how you're supposed to look better. That right now, mm-hmm. you're not there yet. You know? Okay. So even if you're hearing these things in passing, it's something that is consistently tapping your psychology. Like every single day, it's tapping your psychology and reminding you that you're not good enough, you're not there yet. Mm. And so that the only way you need to be good enough is to lose weight. And so women go through life having this feeling of, I have not arrived yeah. because of my size. I have not arrived. I need to arrive. I need to get to my destination. You know, so mm-hmm. I don't feel good enough. If I lose 10 kg, if I lose 20 kg, I'm going to feel better. Now, better. two different things. If you lose 20 kg, your health will improve by a very large standard. The dosage of drugs yes. you need will reduce by a very huge standard. You have more energy, your blood pressure will be low, your resting heart rate will be perfect. A lot of things, your kidney function, your your kidney will say thank you to you. But if you are losing weight with the hope that when you get there, life will be full of roses and rainbow, 
you'll be so disappointed. It's about a lot of times they lose weight, they get there, no rose, and they expect roses without thorns anyway. No rose, no rainbow. And they expect that the rainbow will come without Noah's act, you know? So no rose, yeah. no rainbow. You get to that point. And you're like, why am I here? There's no world compassion. There's no accolade. There's no, life is not better. Nothing has changed, right? Yeah. So if you ever lose weight thinking that when you get there, because first of all, your beauty is your beauty, no matter the size that you are, that is the truth. And that beauty does not come from, it does not come from what you look on the outward. You can put yeah. all the, like I just did now, and I don't even feel, I feel more beautiful without all these things on my face. That's the truth. So you can put everything on your body and you will still not look beautiful. Or you will still not feel, because some people will be telling you, oh, you're beautiful, but you don't feel it, right? And so losing yeah. it does not make anybody more beautiful. Beauty is something you define and cultivate for yourself. So this is why um, it feels like with a lot of people at weight loss, there's a lot of hopelessness out there okay. with mm -hmm. because what we're looking for really is not the number on the scale. What we're looking okay. for is to feel worthy, to feel loved, to have a sense of belonging and to finally feel accepted. That's just what we wow. want. Beyond weight loss, this is what we're really looking for. Mm -hmm. And so when you see women say, oh, I'm trying to lose weight, I'm trying to lose weight, they're not trying to lose weight. They're looking for a sense of belonging. They're looking yes. to see that if I, if I wake up and scroll through Instagram, I actually see people who look like me. Mm -hmm. If I go on TV and they're doing maybe advice for lingerie, advice for soap, advice for creams, I actually see people who look like me on that screen. Because what happens is that there's a consistent type of people that are used for adverts, that are used mm -hmm. for... Yep. Uh, promotions that are used for many things. Even the yeah. detox skin and weight loss packs that we buy. Have you ever seen any normal looking person that they use? Just mm -hmm. Yeah, true. Mm -hmm. so I, was, I was recording a podcast and I said, I am not your body goal. I don't even want to be. Because as I am now, I have a natural figure eight. So even if I become a size 16 or a size 18 tomorrow, my waist will still okay. be thinner than the rest of my body. I may okay. add spanks to it. And I'll still be telling you, coffee girls are the best. Mm -hmm. You would gain weight and join me in my size 50, but you will not be coffee. Yes. You understand? So there's no mm -hmm. point putting yourself on a pedestal and saying, oh, that's my body goal. You're nobody. You are your body goal. Your ancestors are your body goal. Nobody is your body goal. <laughs> why did you say your ancestors are your body goal? It's because if you're wondering why your body is like this, go and look for the pictures of all your village people in quotes.
chemistry. I wanted to teach anatomy, but if, if I had done my anatomy, my postgraduate here, it would have favored me back in life. Okay. My master's in public health, and I have, I'm currently in the final year of my PhD program in the same public health. And the good okay. thing is, uh, my two public health programs were very diverse. The first one was on environmental toxicology, and currently I'm working on HIV AIDS. So, okay. aside that, um, I've been able to take some certification programs. I have a diploma in nutrition, I have a diploma in fitness and weight loss. I have, okay, it's called fitness and health, and the other one is weight loss. Then, this year, I said to take it further. When I started beyond the dress size, I said to take it further. So, I went and got trained in, um, got trained as a body, body positive facilitator, and I also okay. took some trainings in cognitive behavioral therapy and neurolinguistic programming. So, Basically, to because I realized that um, when it comes to weight loss for a lot of women, it's deep work. It's not count calories. So that was yeah. when I decided, okay, I was going to take um, certification programs in cognitive behavioral therapy and neurolinguistic programming. And um, for anyone that is listening, I want you to understand that when we're trying to lose weight, like I said, it's important that we don't pay attention we pay less attention to calories and we pay more attention to what is going on inside us. So how did my own journey start? Um, food was a coping mechanism for me. Like I used to cook so much and by the end of the week, the food would finish and uh, I'll tell my husband that he finished. My husband doesn't eat, eat like twice a day or even once and it's okay. But I was telling him, I don't want to finish the food. I'm always cooking and cooking, and cooking in this house. So when I'm sad, I cook. When I'm okay. happy, I cook. When I'm bored, I cook. When I want to think, I cook. Right? So, okay. and as I cook, I eat. You know? And some of my staff was like, ah, all these recipes you're turning out, you should become chef friends tomorrow. I'm like, yes, so. But you know the funny thing is, now that my, me and food are separated, I no longer cook as much. I don't even think about, I'm not even in the mood. One pot of anything is enough for me to go, you know? Mm. And it became even worse when I lost my dad. Because that was like my hero, my everything, you know. So uh, I just gave up on life. I'm like, what the heck? What, 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 what is there again? You know, who will care for me? Who will I call? Who will do this for me and all that? So mm. I was, of course, coping with food in that state. Coping with the fact that being in Japan meant my life had turned upside down. I didn't have friends. I wasn't talking to anyone. I didn't have family. You know, so sometimes you don't even talk to anybody, and sometimes you're not even in the mood because number one, there's a language barrier. Number two, the culture is very mm-hmm. different, and so we're not understanding yes. that, so we're not operating on the same level at all. Mm-hmm. So yeah. half the time, I was bitter. That's just the truth. And I used to have this. Um, uh, we have departmental meetings every Monday, and at the end of every departmental meeting, I would end up with a headache that would last for almost three days. Wow. Now. And it came with stress ulcers as well. I don't have those headaches anymore, but then Mondays were the most days I dreaded. And you can imagine that with the headache and with the sadness and everything that was going on, just eat my way through it and console myself. So I realized recently that what happened on those Mondays was I used to go to those meetings really angry and upset because I was expected to sit down there and not understand anything. But yet they would be smiling and laughing and chatting away and whenever I had a presentation, nobody was contributing to my presentation. So I was literally just teaching myself and, you know, pushing ahead. Everything I was doing, I was doing for myself. 
sounds really angry. Now, that's the thing. We have a lot of, you need to understand what your trigger is. Okay. So my, my trigger was my environment. My trigger was my response or rather my reaction to my environment. Okay. So as a woman, a lot of times there are different things that could be your trigger. It could be what's happening at work. It could be what's going on in your child's life. It could be family issues, whatever they are. But you need to okay. pay rapt attention to what your triggers are. Like um, I came back this month from a vacation with my family. And I didn't, I didn't prepare myself mentally to be back and alone. You know, I was, my family was a full house. We're having a lot of good times. There was a lot of good food. And I just landed here. I was alone. But the first few days, I was angry. You know, it took me the, love, the grace of God to realize where my sad mood was coming from. It was just the fact that I wasn't prepared to be back here alone again. So it's important to um, do a lot of self-reflection. Why, why is this happening to me? And so a lot of times I was going to I'll, I'll say, oh, and then, you know, the worst part was because I felt I was big. I wasn't that big. I was a size 16 or so, okay. you know, but because I felt I was really big, I'm like, first of all, I've never, I've never been high on makeup or dressing up, right? But it was okay. worse. I said there was no point now. She's already looking fat and ugly. Why adorn the ugliness? What is there to adorn? So I let myself go, okay. just like that. I let myself go. I'll take care of myself. But at some point, I don't know what happened to what I stumbled or maybe it was maybe maybe I was looking for answers. And then I started following some people on Instagram. There was this guy who went to primary school together. He used to post a lot about motivation and stuff. And so I followed okay. the guy that he was following, right? And one day the guy said, "If you don't like what you look like, change it." Maybe that's not the first time I had heard it, or maybe I just had it up to this point. You know, at that, on that day, I'm like, eh, so I can change it. And then I was following up people. There's this lady, you know, Ekene of Refresh Leadership Circle, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. Ekene had lost a lot of weight, and I looked at her, Ekene was way older than me. I'm like, ah. So if people older than me can do this, I can do it now. You know, so aside, uh, I was reading a lot of, I started reading books, I started listening to people like Ekene, started listening to the other guy. First of all, it started with my mind. You know, it started yes. with my mind. Because um, I remember in August, okay, when I went, went home from my dad's prayer, my mom gave me a keto so that maybe my mouth, things would stop entering my mouth, the keto would hold my tummy, and things stop entering yeah. my mouth. But it didn't work, you know, because mm. by the time you, that was the time we went, for, we went on a vacation, my husband and I, when I came back from Nigeria, I was a keto the whole day, I was good, I was not eating anything. But by the time we got home in the evening, I removed the good day, I was hungry. <laughs> 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 We gave up on the keto. Then September, we now started to do exercise every evening. At some point, okay. we quarreled. I'm like, my knee hurt. Actually, my knee was already hurting me at that time, right? So, any exercise, I needed to get the knowledge as well. What would work for me? Of course, there are many, there are dime and dozen resources out there. But understanding yes. what works for you is very important. So, at first, I was doing all the exercises on the book. And my knee started hurting me. Um, because my knee was hurting, I started avoiding the exercises. My husband started saying, why are you not coming for the exercises anymore? I'm like, I'm no longer interested. And then you know how, instead of you to admit that maybe you are lazy or something, you don't start shouting like the first thing that tried to make yeah. your life. So I turned around and told him, you should leave me alone. And uncle just gave up and said, I don't do it yourself. I'm done. Just go. So I, and maybe at that point also, I took it as a reflection of my weakness. 
it wasn't my weakness. It's just that it wasn't working for me, and I needed to find what worked for me. You know, so I took it personal that this was my weakness. So instead of somebody opening mouth to tell me you are weak, that's why you can't exercise. I kind of bled up and got angry about it. So we left that one. That was September. Then by December, I encouraged him to buy me this um exercise equipment. Like it's like a five in one. You can do so many so many things with it, and it comes with a bench too. So he bought it and he stayed there fully wrapped like christmas presents nobody opened it though and i said okay after my after my daughter's birthday after my daughter's birthday so after my daughter's birthday i joined this program i paid for it i think i paid maybe ten dollars or twenty dollars i can't remember hmm. week one everybody had lost weight i think it was a seven day challenge or a two week challenge i can't remember everybody a lot of people were testifying that they had lost weight so i had i had baked a lot of stuff for my daughter's birthday and so i'm like mm-hmm. okay i would avoid the sweets and all but the healthy bakes i would finish them right after the man i lose it does not really like eating so it's me i finish them but the chocolates i eventually discarded the chocolates from that day so at the end of the day all of us the program together but first of all i wasn't following it secondly i was used to eating large portions of food so even though they were okay. really really healthy um i used to come with my own food and it was plenty food right so it wasn't working mm. and so even though everybody lost me by eating, i'm like this was jazz why is it not working for me now one of the things after that episode i decided to take responsibility i don't know when i had the pep talk with myself but i probably called myself a meeting so we decided that we're going to buy a book. Where's that book? Look at pulling me up and down. So this is my prized possession. So we decided we're going to buy a book. And then every morning we wake up before everybody. We'll make attempts at this at this thing called exercise. And we'll respect ourselves and start feeding our body better. You know, sorry, reminders and all. So um like okay so the first thing i did was to start writing to myself which is why i say it's not even about the it's first of all is the intention two it's the commitment and then number three it's looking inwards it's not in the meal plans it's not in how many hours you can because someone actually did like too much exercise yes there is you spend you go to the gym twice a day you spend two hours at the gym your body is stressed, your body will lock up because it doesn't know whether there's war happening. Why are you stressing me every day? You're not going to lose weight. Your stress levels will actually go higher and you will yes. store more fat in your body. Mm. So it wasn't in the exercise. It was in that self every morning self-reflection. And I knew that anything beyond 6.30, everybody was going to be awake. So I made this a point of duty to, I don't know if I always went to bed early, but I always woke up early. And I still had my baby's rocking chair from nursing her. So I used to sit down in that rocking chair and write to myself every single day. So I continued to write. I know there were days I missed, but that that writing and even reading now empowers me. And so it helped me, it kind of helped me fashion and shape my mind for the day. Okay. And it helped me, it helped also give me inner strength. Because of course, as a faith-based person, when you finish journaling, you pray and ask God for help right and then you are looking inwards because a lot of times we have a lot of turmoil going on inside of us but we just scroll through social media eat shout at somebody you know but we still don't know what's going on and so we just reach out for food 
That's how it happens. So I say that people live an avoidance lifestyle because we try to distract ourselves a lot. If you look back, you remember for anybody who, for everyone who's listening, you remember a lot of times when you are just restless inside you, or you mm. reached for your phone, and at the end of the day, you are still restless. What you need to do at those times is to sit down and ask yourself questions, or just meditate, think, you know, shut off all the noise and ask yourself what is really going on. So the more I journal, the more I found inner peace, really, and inner strength. Okay. I had nobody telling me what to do. I had no coach, no nothing. And it just gave me the momentum I needed to keep going. And by, like, joke like joke, I lost 10 kg by me. But before then, I'll tell you guys what happened. So 21st of March, I went shopping um, okay. with $100 approximately. And I spent everything. I bought lots of groceries. I prepped. I did everything. And then I made a meal plan. And I shared it with my friends. These people were way bigger than me. And so at the end of two weeks, we're like, okay, we'll wear ourselves at the end of two weeks. At the end of two weeks, I don't lose anything. They had lost like 50 kg or more. Hey. And then I now, so on Thursday, that was Saturday. On Thursday, I now went for our school's weighing. The previous time I weighed in, the year before, I was weighing 84. The year before. And that day, I think I had lost some weight. I lost like 2.2 kg. That was what was Okay, no. The first time I weighed, I was weighing 84. Then, before we started, I was weighing 81, right? Okay. But I always used to say I was weighing, I was, if you ask me that time what my weight was, I was saying 80. So, before we started, I was weighing 81. And so, that day, I had lost 2.2 kg. Even the doctor was impressed. Because, because okay. we went for a school, school check-up. School check-up is always every, every April. So, because here in Japan, their, their weight is a lot smaller, their BMI is smaller. Right, so when yeah. you go and they calculate your own BMI and really hide it, come alarm that started telling you different things of how you may just die the next minute. Be very careful and all mm. that. So even the doctor was impressed, and me, I noticed that I, I was 84 before night has I've come below 80. Hey, mm. it's a miracle. But I went home and I checked, and I'm like, to get to where I'm going to is really far. If it took me 18 days to lose 2.2 kg, this journey is far. Mm. But then I told myself that I'm in for the long haul. And I would continue until I get to where I'm going to. Now, a lot of times, women try to lose weight and they want... Don't do this to us. Okay. A lot of times, women are trying to lose weight and they want the results immediately. Like, today, 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 yeah. today. You don't, you don't want to be patient. You don't want to wait. You don't want to hold on. You don't... You know, because... Maybe because right now, we all have access to social media. We keep seeing sharp, sharp transformations. And you're like, I, I want my own not coming. Remember that our body types are different. So... Even after, even after then, I continued. I used to work out like for five minutes, at least three to four times a week because I had the time. Right now, I tell people, if you do 10 to 15 minutes, it's okay. Right? There are days I would not even be in the mood to exercise and I won't even be able to lift up my body in the beginning. Like, I'll just sprawl on the floor. But I was going to go come back. I'm still sprawled on the floor. Like, ah, what's going on? Say my whole body gone. They don't do anything now. <laughs> so, there are no quick fixes. It's important. And you know the funny yeah. thing is that right now, all those ladies who lost weight before me, they've still not lost weight. And that's three years now, right? Three years, okay, yes. Yeah. That's three years now. So it's so important to always, always look inwards, right? And okay. because I, I kept working as a weight loss coach for like two years, from 2016, a lot of people were asking me to help them and all that. But I found a common trend. Women lose weight. They're so excited about the program. Their transformation is amazing. Okay. 
a couple of days later, they're telling you, when is the next program? Let me join. You know, um, what else did they say? Um, I realized, that's why I said they need community. They need consistent accountability. They need a place where they can always be and be supported. That's mm. one. Two, we're focusing on just the male plan. And so I actually felt bad. I felt like I had deceived these women because my success was not based on a meal plan. Yes, I knew what I was supposed to be eating and I stopped to it all through. Yes, I exercised three times a week. But I was able to continue until from March till November because my the meals were no longer what was controlling me. Mm. So even after May, when I lost 10 kids, I was not like, slow down, you don't want to have to skin. And so between May and November, I now lost the remaining 6, 7 kg. You know, and one other thing, a lot of people say, oh, when I lose weight, my body will disappear. After some time, your body tends to rebuild, especially if you're active. The muscles will build themselves in those areas that you're really bothered about. Okay. And so last year, I just pulled back a bit. I pulled back. I just took many, many steps back and even stopped doing any program. Because I want to find out why. And my husband even sent me a video during that period when I was thinking about this whole thing. Why are these women... You know, losing weight and gaining it back. Why are they losing mm-hmm. weight? It was bothering me. And what I was thinking about, I was going to say to you about the side effects of drastic weight loss. Like, it's not even about the weight loss, you know. As if, me, if, I, don't know why, I don't know why he even felt like sending me that video, but I guess, okay, weight loss goes, so you should see this. And so I pulled back, I said, thinking, okay, so that was when I realized that even I had seen these people, and it was much better to start focusing on the psychology, the mindsets the behaviors, the the traumatic experiences, because sometimes we have traumatic experiences and our bodies are deflecting, you know, the traumatic mm. experiences in the way we eat, in the way we care for ourselves. Because if you don't see yourself as priority, if you don't see yourself as deserving of a um a royal treatment, you would hardly mm. take care take good care of your body. If you don't see yourself as someone who's under assignment, someone who's under authority, that your body is something that God has given you and said, um, occupy until I come. You're not going to take care of this body. And come at six fifteen PM so I can sleep well at night. That's what has been coming up since. And so if you um if you have a, a very bad percep- bad perception of your body, it will be impossible to take really good care of that body. I always try to remind people of think about um, a child that you love. You do everything. Okay, everybody has, most of us have children, right? So think about your child or a child that you love. You do everything in the best interest of this child. If we had that kind of relationship with our body, this whole struggle of weight loss would be different. And then it's also important to understand that some people will never go beyond a particular dress size. And so trying to fix yourself beyond that particular dress size is like, you know, that's why you have that lose weight and you gain it back, you lose it and you gain it back. And then the third one is for a lot of people who have tried a lot of starvation programs, your body is at a point where it's it's locked up. Let me put it like that. Because when your body senses that there's no food in the land, it automatically locks itself up to protect itself. And so if for a very long time you've put yourself through the rigors of a starvation-induced program, um you may need to it, it will take you a while even if you're on a very good program for your body to recover from the shock and start okay. adjusting itself. yeah so you asked about the common things women say about their body i think i have touched that have yes I? you have mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yes you have okay 
and um, how to fall in love with yourself. So I have something I wrote down here. I have this um, audio training that says five daily habits of savvy, fabulous women. A revolutionary act of cultivating body confidence in the world that keeps telling you you will never be enough. Yeah. So number one, I wrote here. So um, at the end of the training, I gave like five five practices. Number one is affirm yourself daily. Okay. One of the things that also worked for me during the period of my own weight was that I had five affirmations. Because I didn't know, I no longer saw myself as beautiful. One of my affirmations was, you are just so fabulous. And the other one was, you are loved, you are lovable, and you show love to everyone. Because it's one thing, if there, there are times in your life when people are trying to show you love, you can't even receive it. And you can't even yeah. give it back. Mm-hmm. You know, so you need to find, what are the um, evil thoughts in quotes going through your head about yourself? You need to rewrite it. And then here on my wall, I have, I am enough, I am confident, and I like myself. Okay. And I also have one that says change your language because a lot of times we're having this conversation and narrative in our head that said that it's telling us how bad we are, how we're not good enough. And you also need to find out who are you comparing yourself with. Number two, do not entertain opportunities to describe yourself in the negative lights, which is why change your language is so important. Now, there are times that it could even be someone else talking about you or your body in the negative light. You're not. You're not a caricature. You're not an object to make jokes about. It's important that you send it back. Let me. This example is not perfect, but I'm going to give you this example. Someone said that since she lost it, people tell her you look great, and she tells them, "I feel great. I can run maybe five kilometers. I can run maybe five kilometers. Um, what else did she say? My blood pressure is down." My blood pressure medication has drastically reduced. Because you know what happens is when you're trying to do this as a woman and people keep telling you you look great, you begin to tie your appearance, your ability to look beautiful to weight loss. Yeah. And so we get lost in the whole you know pursuit of thinness. Because people are beginning to tell you that you're beautiful, you're beautiful, you're not beginning to tie to your ability. Yes, and so you, you become very obsessed with that. So it's important that no matter where the place is, even if it is someone that is older than you, quickly reaffirm yourself immediately. Alright? So someone can tell you things like, oh, nobody's going to marry you because of the way you look. You do back to send that immediately and tell the person that there are men out there that appreciate true beauty. Whatever the way you want to say it. But don't collect trouble. So, (laughs) spend more time time appreciating your body. And the truth is that when people, um, try to make negative conversations about your body and you deflect it, they won't come again. Spend more time appreciating your body in the mirror. Not what is perfect or what needs to be changed, but the fact that you are enough. So um, if you listen to the podcast that Ekene did, so I I didn't see what I said beyond the dress size podcast, but I guess I said it. Okay, so if you listen to the podcast I recorded with Ekene, she said a lot of things and she said, that she does this mirror work. And I do it. When I see myself in the mirror, eh? I praise myself. I dance. I give her a smile. Who else will do it for you? Go, go, Do it for yourself. You know, so when I see myself, my, even my reflection, I say hello to her. I haven't said that in two days. And it has affected my mood. See? I say hello to her. I give her props. So, give thanks for every part of your body, especially when you find yourself responding or listening to your inner critic so the point here is 
a lot of times you're, you're you're listening to your inner critic telling you, oh, your fingers are fat, um, your nose is flat, what else? Your face is fat. That's how you are. That's how your ancestors were. You're, you are a combination of all your ancestors. And so the way you look has nothing to do with what other people think. It has a lot to do with... Please do that. It has a lot to do with how you feel. It has a lot to do with your genetics. And a lot of times, there are people who have... You know this song, um, On Pretty? What's it was TLC, right? Yes, TLC. You can buy that headphone, girl. That song is prophetic. I have listened to it recently <laughs> and I realized this girl so efficient. And it's when you watch the video, because as a child, I didn't really watch the video, but I watched the video recently, and I'm like, wow. Because at the end Makes of sense. the day, you don't, nothing changes. You still, those people that told you you are not enough will still find something to tell you that you're not enough about. So be thankful for every part of your body. And I said, it's ways to treat your body like royalty, like the really fabulous woman that you are. Once you take yourself out for a date, see it. When you put priority on yourself, there yeah. are many. Then it as in, you know how you know how you're wearing the shield, shield of what? Shield of faith. God. And they're throwing arrows of their negative thoughts at your negative comments. You don't go back to sender. You don't yeah. even feel it because you fortified yourself before you left your house in the morning. So which is where journaling comes in. You need to fortify your mind. Like, um, I was talking to my friend about the food the other day, and she's like, you need to fortify your mind. If your mind is not fortified, things will get to you. Things will get to you, and you cope with food. Because let's say you're trying to make attempts at weight, so some people are still calling you horrible. You're fat. Look at how you are. Blah, 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 blah. Your mind is not fortified. You'll break down. And what do you do? You carry food and cry with the food. All right, so do you need to lose some weights? Go on for a great plan that works for you, that suits you, that feels right to you. You don't have to starve yourself. You don't have to eat foreign foods. You don't have to start. What is protein? Why do people eat protein powders? Eat real food. Nourish your body. Eat real foods. Eat your ewa going. Enjoy yourself very well. You know, don't put your hand where it cannot reach. I don't know if your frustration will just kill you. Yeah. There's no point. And I said, another thing you need to do is also learn a little bit about styling. Okay. A lot of times, because of the kind of images we see on the media, we want to wear what we are seeing people wearing. But don't forget that there are different things for different body types. Understand your body. Because you know the funny thing is that some of the things we wear, we don't really like it though. But we're wearing it because it's what is in vogue or other people are wearing it also when you're wearing something because other people are wearing it it doesn't even feel good to you and it takes a toll on your self-confidence and self-esteem like so you already know that this was not meant for you then you now force yourself inside it and you're looking like my pastor you're looking like a wrapped sausage <laughs> you know? and you're you're struggling with the dress and even if you're not struggling with the dress there are things that were not meant for your body type most of the things that are designed are designed for straight, slim bodies. They do not count you. There are many genes that when they cut, they don't cut it because of people that have hips. So find what works for your body type and fit into it. You would love yourself even more, you know? And then last thing I said, always remember, you are beautiful, fabulous, and gorgeous, but you owe it to yourself to define what beauty means to you and feels like for you. So when you, when you, when you, when you, how do I explain? Not someone else's standard. So what I mean is, 
when you feel beautiful, what's going on in your mind? What's going on around you? What makes you feel beautiful? The feeling of being beautiful has nothing to do with what your face looks like. It has nothing to do with what you're wearing. It has little or nothing to do with how your body looks. It's an inner thing. So find those things that make you feel beautiful. For me, maybe partly lining my eyes make me feel beautiful. Um, knowing that studying the world makes me beautiful because I have confidence. You know, it doesn't have to be, you don't attach it to external things because there are days when I don't line my eyes and I go out. I had to learn that. It shouldn't define me. I shouldn't go out without my eyes light and I'll feel like, ah, I cannot talk to anybody today. I know rich. <laughs> because, yeah. Yes, and then those things that make you feel beautiful, I guess that I climbed a mountain or like 1.5 kilometers going up there. And I feel so powerful and refreshed. And that makes me feel beautiful. So you need to find the things that make you feel eternally beautiful. So I started Beyond the Dress Size podcast because I realized that when it comes to our health, our beauty, our weight, it had absolutely nothing to do with um, calories, meal plans, and the number of hours you spend at the gym. And so Beyond the Dress Size podcast has um, five pillars. The first one is your body, because uh, we're talking about Beyond the Dress Size, the body is the most important thing. So we do a lot of work to ensure that people understand that there's something called having a relationship with your body, which I had explained earlier. And then we go into nutrition. We talk about how to use nutrition as a powerful form of, um, as a tool, as a powerful tool to empower yourself. Because I find that when your mindset is right, you make better choices. You, you, for example, would anybody in their right senses buy a Porsche and take it to a car wash at Ujeneba? No, no. No, I don't think so. No, but you understand. And yeah. you don't even pour diesel or you don't pour kerosene in your generator. Yeah. Do you understand? So when the mindset is right, when you have value, it's value. That's value. When you value it, you will feel it better. And now, moving your body. So the third one is movement. So we have like many F's and body kindness. So we say food, fitness, nutrition, faith. No, food, fitness, faith. So fitness because... I call it movement more because your your organs were designed to thrive on activity. Our ancestors, forefathers, every anything you want to call them, they moved from place to place. They were not sedentary workers, and so our genetic makeup has been designed to thrive on consistent body movements. Yeah. Right. So when people decide to lose weight and decide that oh, is this exercise that will help me lose weight? Just it never works. It leads to frustration, and that's why people hate exercise because it's supposed to be something painful. Those are too painful. You can dance, you can do yoga, you can swim. The, the fourth one is faith. Uh, faith or mindset. Because if your beliefs are not clear, if like I always say, if the mind is not right, if you can't fortify your mind, you know, there's no good area for you. And then the last one is relationships. A lot of times, the way you talk to yourself, the way you treat yourself, the way you view yourself has a lot to do with the people you surround yourself with and relationships don't have to be physical it could be your instagram handle like what's what pops up on your feed like i was telling i was doing okay i actually held a class last week talking about social media the pressures of social media and you know how to work with god and one of the things i said was i 
consider my eye gates to be priceless. And so when I'm scrolling through my timeline and you upset me, but that's the thing you said to I don't know what it is, but most of the time it's when people just say things that don't make sense or mm. you know, it's not supposed to fortify or edify me. I unfollow. I just unfollow. Oh, it's all said unfollowing is godly. So it doesn't have yes. to be a physical relationship. It can be a virtual relationship. Every time you come on social media, what are the things you're feeding yourself with? Like the other day I saw this, um, it was supposed to be a comedy skit. But everything about that comedy skit was about a woman's backside and a woman's body. And I, I wonder... Why would a woman let herself be used for this? And then mm-hmm. when other women are watching, it's sending different types of wrong messages to them. Your yeah. bodies are just yeah. like used. Your bodies are meant for, if you don't have autonomy over your body, your body is for other people, you know? Mm-hmm. And so that's why a lot of women are abused about their bodies emotionally. It doesn't have to do with physical. But we receive these messages as us being bad and not even that the person abusing you needs help. Yes, the one. Yeah. You understand, and then we also bring in mental well being as well. So, when we have big mindset, we also address mental well being. Because my sisters and my brothers, emotional eating is real, anxiety disorders are real, depression is something. And so, a lot of times, people will tell you, I was bored and tired, and so I went to eat. Sometimes, it's partial depression that needs an emotional awakening and awareness and insight. So it might not be clinical depression, but it's something that has to do with your mental well-being a lot of times. And so for many people, you you may, you may just be like me. You may just need to get a journal and start reflecting and writing to yourself more often. Or you may want to see a therapist, depending on the degree of what you're going through. You know, the thing about us is that as women, it's acceptable for us to eat. If, you, if you're a woman and you're an alcoholic, you'll be looked at, especially in the climes that we live in, right? Mm-hmm. You'll be looked at somehow. Yeah. Or when you eat yeah. food now, nobody will attack you, you know? And so even if they attack you, you say, it's your food, you know, and you keep moving. <laughs> but these are things that we need to address. And so when I opened this journal, I tagged tar- I, I tar- it, a journey of hope and fulfillment. Mm. It was February 2015. And I think it was at the end of the... It is at the end of the journal, or I don't know. Okay, so at some point... I also wrote, this journey is for me. This journey for me is about developing a discipline is in me to press toward the mark. It's also a journey of self-discovery because I am bound to realize all the things I can do if only I wake up early in the morning and push myself because I'd also got into a point, I got into that point where I'll sleep till 10. Hmm. And I was not sleeping because I was feeling sleepy. I was sleeping because there was nothing for me, there was nothing to wake up to. So even there are times when I pray, I don't even know, okay, you know, my baby didn't use carry food to school because that was their rule. You couldn't come with food. So there was nothing to wake up to. And so sometimes you could be in a place where you need to redefine your life, right? You need to redefine your life. And I was saying, I, help, I hope to pick up new habits and sustain them. All in that me my best version of it in me um and then i wrote the new habits i wanted to include keeping it done about choosing the clothes that 
flatter my body and make me look good as I am. So I think everything about your journey is fantastic. So would you just say, because I think we're almost out of time. We have like two minutes to go. So take one minute to just tell people about your Snatch a Sexy Back program that's about to start. So that if anybody's oh, interested, okay, so they can join you guys before we get caught up just send me a dm if you want to sign up and i was actually planning the program today because we do a lot of i give i do i give a lot of audio trainings during the week and then we discuss it as well because like i, I told you guys the mindset it's not it's not the food on your plate so we focus on the audio trainings of course you get meal plans of course you get to work out with me but i think that i like that if you guys come in let's focus on those trainings more it would empower you to do everything that you have been called to do thank you so much for listening i believe i strongly believe that my aha moment to share this episode was for someone and i truly hope that you found it useful and you're able to pick up a few nuggets from here and implement now we have our six-week program coming up if you want to work with us simply send me a message remember you can always send me an email at admin at beyondthedresssize.com or info at zinislifestyle.com and we're also on Instagram and Facebook as Zinni's Lifestyle. Zinni's Lifestyle, as always, is one word. Simply just send me a message and say, hey, I'd love to be in your program. I'd love to renew my mindset. I'd love to, you know, go through that program that really, really helped you lose 16 kg. You keep it tough and realize that this is about, this is not about the dress size. It's beyond the dress size. It's about living my best life. It's about giving myself the very best that this gorgeous body God has given me absolutely deserves a massive thank you to everyone who has sent in a review i truly appreciate it and i can't wait to start reading your reviews on every podcast episode as always share the podcast with your friends rate review leave a comment and let me know what you loved best about this podcast i love you see you in the next episode